Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Outpatient Perspective. Today, we're lucky enough to have on Dr. Scott Sigmund, who is the CEO and founder of Ortho Laser Centers. He is also the uh, podcast host of the wildly popular The Ortho Show, and he is an opioid sparing pioneer. Welcome to the show, Dr. Sigmund. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. How could I say no with that fantastic video introduction? Appreciate that so much. Well, yeah, we appreciate you coming on and, and being generous with your time. So in some of the podcasts I have listened to and the lecture that you have with your protocols on Doc Social, I've heard you quote these numbers before of, I don't know if you can see that, but it's 6%, 13%, and 30%. And if you'd be so kind for the audience, just kind of explain what those percentages represent in today's marketplace. Yeah, no, I think that's a great, great question. So we all just sort of assumed that opioids were what was necessary for treatment for pain. They were inexpensive. We were told that they weren't very addictive, but that's actually couldn't be any further from the truth. So the CDC did a recent analysis and they looked at if basically you took 100 patients and gave them a 24-hour uh, prescription of, of opioids, six out of 100 patients would still be on opioids at one year. If you give them a 10 day supply of opioids, 13 out of 100 will still be on opioids at one year. And if you're kind enough to write a prescription for 30 days, nearly a third of those patients will still be on opioids at one year. The addictive potential of opioids is incredibly remarkable. Even within 24 hours, uh, patients can already start the addictive potential. So it's best in our world to try and avoid opioids if at all possible. Yeah, for sure. And I, I shared those numbers with one of my business partners and he was shocked. And uh, there's an acquaintance of mine who just had a minor procedure. And um, shockingly, it's very minor, but she was still prescribed 30 pills, which I thought, I mean, she didn't need any of them. Um, so with that being said, with more surgeries moving to the outpatient setting, what are some simple baby steps that surgeons can employ to try to guard against perpetuating this type of problem that is that exists? Yeah, so first and foremost is communication. So if that doctor had communicated with this patient that, you know, your, your, your surgery may not be nearly as painful as it used to be, uh, we're going to provide you other medications that are non-addictive that can really help. And we would encourage you not to take these medications because of the fact that they are so addictive. And what we found is that the patients are embracing of that. They respect that because they all know some person or someone that was affected by the opioid crisis. So I think the simplest and easiest thing that any doctor can do starting tomorrow to become an opioid sparing surgeon is to really practice great communication skills as to what the process will be of post-operative pain management. Yeah, that's true. And in communication, it's helpful to have the family members there because a lot of times people forget about the conversations they have and they're nervous about the surgery and more communication and over communication, I think is just better overall and, and will help guard against that type of problem. So in watching your lecture on doc social, I found it very interesting. I mean, it's 25 minutes packed full of great information. And I've started talking to some of my surgeons and trying to get them to get on the bandwagon and, one thing that you really got detailed in is just a diagram of how specific you can get because the difference is that in the details, can you, can you tell, talk a little bit about that and, and just the techniques and protocols with, with the local injection? I'd be happy to, but before I get there, I always like to say, you know, the most liberating thing that you can do in clinical practice as a surgeon is to become an opioid sparing surgeon, because 
what you don't realize is if you're writing a lot of opioid prescriptions, not only are you a surgeon, but you're a pain management specialist. You're writing refills, you're weaning people off of pain medication, you're getting calls on weekends and nights. And when you eliminate that from your practice and you're just doing the surgery, you sleep better, your patients sleep better, and it's really, it's a win for all. And, and what I usually say in my lectures is that, look, you know, opioid sparing surgery is, is about techniques and learning those techniques, but they're very straightforward techniques. It's not like learning a new surgery. You can literally go online, for example, go to my website, to the Doc Social Lecture, for example, and there's cookie cutter approaches for surgical interventions that literally will show you exactly how to do it. I mean, literally the next day you can use these medications in the way we're using them and you will have successful outcomes and minimizing opioids for your patients. So it's not a lot of, it is technique driven. It's super important to get it right, but we've done it for you. All you have to do is make the review and literally you can start it the next day, which is really quite amazing. Well, and I think it's awesome that you're sharing all this information in a competitive market. And, and it's really for the greater good to guard against what's happening currently. And so I just want to thank you for your time and, and your knowledge and uh, what encouraged people and surgeons and medical device reps like myself to start the conversations with, the, with their surgeons, because it's just going to overall increase the level of care for everyone. And um, again, thank you for your time and being generous and wish you nothing but the best. Scott, can't thank you enough for actually having me on. I appreciate it. I love that video introduction again that you gave me. I sat there with my wife and we were like, this is someone that I want to talk to. He's taking the energy out to go the extra mile to make it so that I want to come on. So kudos to you. You're doing a great job. Appreciate you so much. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. Take it easy. Have a great weekend and look forward to more episodes of the Ortho Show. Uh, 